Hi, this is Marcy Rader, your productivity lead at RaiderCo. I'm the principal contributor to the Health Powered Productivity Podcast, where we give you bite-sized nuggets of knowledge in areas of productivity, health, and clutter that you can implement right away. Looking for ways to support our Health Powered Productivity mission? We welcome donations to our tip jar linked in the show notes. We encourage you to check out our Raider Co. recommendations page on our site, where we list all of our favorite products, services, and apps. We get a little kickback and you get vetted tools that we use ourselves. Now, on with the show. One of the things I've been known for is having better guardrails around my time than most people. It's also one of the behaviors that I help others with. People who come to me for private coaching are often overscheduled and overcommitted. The guardrails that I needed in the past are different from those I need now because of COVID. Pre-COVID, as a business owner, I was part of a few networking groups and a business club. I was often asked if I would meet for coffee to, quote unquote, get to know each other better and be able to refer to each other. Before owning a business, I really had no need to network, or at least I didn't think I did. I worked as a W-2 for a company. I didn't have to sell myself externally. I just kind of did what I was handed. Once I became a business owner, I felt like I had to meet with everyone that asked. And it quickly became apparent that I could spend all day long jacked up on coffee, meeting one person after another with maybe one in five being someone that I would or could support and vice versa. I tested out several networking groups and clubs and have changed them as my business grows, but especially since most of my business isn't even in the Raleigh-Durham area. Now that those coffee dates have, in, have turned into what could be endless Zoom meetings, I have to be careful of my time in a different way. And I'm also now asked to do a lot of pick your brain calls, which I did a previous podcast about, or mentoring. Over the years, I've crafted a fit that works well for me, which I'll share now with the hope that you find one or two ways to work this into your overcommitted schedule. Now, I know that everyone's job is different. If you are in sales and your job is to meet 25 new people a week, that is a different situation. So here's what I do. Before meeting with someone face-to-face, I require a phone call first. And the reason why is that a 10-minute phone call, you know, in 10 minutes, you could figure out if this is going to go somewhere or not. And you would both just hang up the phone. But if you drive somewhere for coffee, you've spent 15, 20 minutes driving somewhere, you pay $4 for a latte, you sit down, you are invested. You are not going to, you know, get up after 10 or 15 minutes and leave. And so you both end up sitting there for 45 minutes or an hour. And, you know, that is a a lot of time that you could have spent um, actually having three other phone calls with someone or, or doing something else. So I always require a phone call first. And I'm very upfront about that. I say, you know, to protect 
your time and mine, I, you know, I prefer a phone call first, or I, you know, I have a phone call first. Um, I also limit the networking groups or clubs I'm in because I prefer to go narrow and deep rather than the spray and play. And I just got back from a workation with a um, good friend of mine who also started her business about the same time as I did. And we actually had um, this conversation over dinner. And I said, oh my gosh, I, I just wrote a podcast about this today. And we were talking about how as we have evolved and changed, the groups that we belong to have evolved and changed. And we had different needs for those groups at different times. It doesn't mean that the groups that we left don't, you know, didn't work for us then. They just don't work for us now. When I started my business, I belonged to a BNI, Business Networking International. It worked well for me to get my, my core team, my accountant, my insurance provider, my realtor, all those people that I needed, but I didn't get business from there. Um, but it still served a really great purpose for me in starting a business and being around other business owners. And so, you know, over time, definitely things have changed. Um, right now, I belong to a co-working space called Raleigh Founded, which I absolutely love. And I attend their events and, um, you know, I go there once a week, sometimes twice a week and, and work from there just to be around other people's energies and to be around startups and just to get out of the house because I'm not traveling as much. I'm also experimenting for a year um, with Upward, um, which is Upward Women, which is an organization geared to helping women reach the C-suite level. And I'm on the leadership team and not because I'm in a business where, because, you know, I'm the highest level I can go in my company, but that, that we're talking about like larger corporations and things that women are trying to get into the C-suite. And I work with those women. I work with these types of women that are, you know, trying to advance their career. So that is one of the reasons why I was asked to be in Upward Women. So there are, those are a couple of things that I belong to that I really, you know, am, am focused on. And I'm in Vistage International, which is a peer advisory group. So the other thing that I do is I make it easy for people to schedule with me. But at the same time, I also create some friction. So I use Acuity Scheduling, which is really robust as a scheduling tool. You can also use something like Calendly. And I have different options. I have um, if you want to reach out to me about a training or speaking opportunity, there's a link for that. And there are specific questions that they need to complete. You know, what is the budget? What is the event? Um, you know, name of the company, what, you know, what you're hoping to um, get out of the training. So it's, it's a little bit of friction, but not in a bad way. It's just so that I am prepared and that they have to kind of think through what it is that they want discovery call, coaching sessions, you know, you can just sign up on my website for a discovery call for a coaching package to see if we're the right fit for each other. And I've never had anybody like just randomly complete the application because it's in, in schedule time and waste my time because there are several questions about, you know, have they ever had a coach before? You know, what, what have they tried already and what it is that, what it is that they're looking for? So there is a questionnaire. 
for them to complete. And then I also have an option for a 25 minute virtual coffee. And in the virtual coffee, it is asking, you know, for them to share their website or any other, their LinkedIn profile. And what is the reason that, that they want to talk to me um, so that I am prepared? And also there's, there's a question for them, you know, is there anything that they want me to review or look at before we talk? And so this is, you know, 25 minutes is a good amount of time. You know, if we find that we need more time, we can always schedule again. But this also, this little bit of friction, these three questions keep people from just randomly scheduling with me. And the very few times that I've had people complete um, something for virtual coffee, you know, maybe three times in like five years that it's been somebody just trying to sell something to me, I know ahead of time that I'm not interested in, um, that I, I know ahead of time because of the questionnaire. And I've just sent them an email and said that, you know, I didn't think it would be a good use of our time and cancel the meeting. I, you know, I allot specific times of day and days per week to these types of meetings. So, you know, people can't schedule to schedule with me you know, all day long, virtual coffees, there are less time slots, training and speaking um, connections, there's more, of course, and coaching calls, um, they have the most time slots available. And if you are a company that is contract, like has a contract with Raider Coat, then you, and it's a, of a certain amount, then you actually get even more of those coaching opportunities. So I'm very specific about how I'm using my time that way. I also have an email template when people contact me, um, you know, to ask to meet with me and it's not something that I'm really interested in. And so this template says something like, I appreciate your invitation to meet. However, right now I've made a commitment to not add anything to my calendar that isn't direct revenue or client related. I'm focused on a mission critical project and need to protect my time. If you would like to make an appointment for one month from now, I'll be able to vote to devote time for us. Thank you for understanding. And that's just an example. Um, you know, if we if we are in mission critical mode, that is a template that I use. And by saying if you want to make an appointment for one month from now or two months from now, and they do it, then you know that they're really interested in in meeting. Um, when I was working on my book, I actually, it was like, if you want to meet with me next quarter, <laughs> you know, then, and then I knew that they were really interested. If you aren't sure if a meeting is important for you to attend, or you don't know what the meeting is about, don't blindly accept it. Reply back and ask, what is the expectation for me to contribute to this meeting? If they say, we just want you there as an FYI, or can't give a direct answer, ask if you can just have the summary or meeting minutes. You know, as much as you can, hold your time sacred. My corporate clients complain about meetings scheduled over their blocked times regularly. If you're always giving in, your times will never mean anything. Be very particular about the ones you let slip through and create guardrails. Offer an, alter an alternative such as, I can't attend, however, I'll blah, blah, blah. You know, I can't attend the meeting for the whole hour, but I can attend for the first 15 minutes or I'm working on a mission critical project right now. Can't we postpone this until whatever? Um, thanks for thinking of me. It sounds exciting, but not the best use of my skill set right now. I think 
X would be a better fit. I think Wendy would be a better fit or Christina or something like that. One thing I disagree with is let me get back to you or let me check my calendar when you know you will not attend and you're just hoping they'll forget. I say be clear and direct and move on. It is not fair to them. And then lastly, if someone wants you to make an introduction, you don't want to. Like, hey, I saw that you know Liz. Can you please send me an introduction? And you don't want to make that introduction. You could reply back with something like, like, Liz is awesome because she's so incredible. I also know she's super popular. Her schedule is often packed, so I don't feel comfortable adding to that workload. If you can send three to four questions you want to ask her, I can forward them to her to answer when she has time. Maybe she'll find them so intriguing, she'll, she'll get time for you to chat. My Vistage chair, Janet Boudreaux, is awesome at this with me. When she's introducing people to me, she is very clear about, you know, Marcy's time is very valuable and, and um, you know, be prepared to wait a month or however she writes it, but she's, she's really respectful of my time this way. Having a template makes the rejection easier and takes some emotion out of it. Come up with your guardrails, write them down so you see them in front of you until they become a habit, and then smile at your calendar filled with the meetings and time that light you up. Thank you for listening to the Raider Co. Health-Powered Productivity Podcast. Please subscribe, leave a review, and forward this episode to at least one person you know could benefit. And can I ask a favor? If you felt this podcast was valuable, please consider supporting it by donating to our tip jar to continue giving you bite-sized nuggets of knowledge. And get your sneak peek of my latest book, Work Well, Play More, Productive, clutter-free, healthy living, one step at a time, with the novice behaviors from chapter one that includes how to deal with all those rings, pings, and buzzes, how to declutter your digital desktop and why it's important, and how to play hide-and-seek with your food to help with portion control. It's waiting for you at helloraderco.com forward slash gift.